This is your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, and you're now turning up the heat right here on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. What's up, folks? Look, this is the Big Go Belt podcast here. Um, some of the crew is here. We're going to kind of talk about all the breaking news that's kind of been happening uh, within WWE today. Now, hell, there's been a lot of stuff happening with WWE, Vince McMahon, Dark Side of the Ring, just the world of professional wrestling, period, um, all this week, as we will cover it extensively tomorrow on our uh, regularly scheduled Thursday show. Uh, but for today, we're going to just particularly talk specifically about the news that's happened today and that's in regard to uh many uh talent from in-ring talent backstage talent all that other good stuff being released today uh we're going to kind of talk about uh about our, our thoughts about it uh upon reading it or seeing it happening um and kind of a little bit of speculation of what we may see to come for the future in regards to some of these uh, people that was released. Uh, but before we get started, it's two chains here, and I'm all accompanied by two of the gentlemen today, Jamal and Will. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Hanging in there as best we can. I've heard today kind of described as the red wedding of WWE, and that might be <laughs> a very uh, appropriate description as we kind of break this down. It's been a, a heck of a Wednesday, and to think the week's only half over, so there might yeah. be more to come. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot I want to talk about, and I'm glad that you two are the um are, are are able to be able to be a part of this quick little improv to breaking news episode. It's because um as Jamal has said on the previous episode, he's essential, so he's still going into work. Um, so you know when you when you think about the people that's actually happen to go out there, considering the ramifications of everything that's happening in the world, whether it's you know the commute, the risk of the commute you know personal health or yet alone just happen to go in and 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 that loomy feel of your your office being empty yet you're still there all all those type of things that could be possibly going on in your mind i mean it just affects everybody differently it's 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 a super sensitive time some people have lost their jobs some people are on uh furlough standby you know um and some people like like jamal are still going in each and every day uh the biggest thing I want to say before we get started is that, you know, when it comes down to these people being released, I mean, at the end of the day, these are people, you know, um, being removed from their norm and going into work e- each and every day, whether it's them being furloughed or whether them being, uh, I want to be correct here, are they released? Is that correct? Or fired? Which if, you're, you if you are a wrestler, you have been released. If you okay. are a producer or someone who had an actual employee contract, then you have been furloughed. Right, right, but right. Wrestlers are obviously independent contractors. Correct. All of them are released. Key, yep, keyword, independent contract. And, and, and a big thing about that, again, it's, it, it, it is all affecting everyone's life. And I think the biggest thing to, to remember is that, you know, regardless of everything this is a change to somebody's life that they didn't wake up today 
expecting it to happen. Nonetheless, all over the world, in all businesses and, and, and state of employment, are people being affected by this? I don't, I, I, I said it on Twitter, I don't want people, and I'm saying this now verbally, I don't want people to think that this is just an isolated incident that just all of a sudden only happened in the world of professional wrestling today. It's happening all over the world. Um, so, you know, as much as a lot of the fans are tuning in to the breaking news of who's next, who's next, and kind of, like I said, glorifying the idea of like, who's going to be next is this this is supposed to be something positive come out of it this is super sensitive it it is it is absolutely life-changing where some people may have had to move their whole family to florida to now wondering hey what's next or what do i do um and you know at the end of the day the word contractor is very is uh very important here because um that's the that's the name of the game one day you could be employed and that's that you can't and it's you know it's about being prepared it's about you know always checking your resources who knows but at the end of the day a lot of people are going to have to make a lot of significant choices about their future uh based on the uh news of them being released from wwe i'm going to hand it off to you guys i kind of want to hear your initial thoughts about the news um and also and and, and just ultimately putting this into perspective so well you have the list all right, let me start up with that. Since all this happened to go down around noon today, uh, Vince McMahon very quickly put out apparently a company-wide email this morning. So this this all happened today. This was not like in the pipeline. There wasn't rumblings about it. So there's Wait, a lot of people who was was really- that. Was that email a press release or was it an email? Because I saw no, he, a press release. He, he put out an email this morning. Apparently, a company-wide email saying there'd be a meeting at noon to discuss significant company changes. And then once they did that, there was the um, corporate statement put out that they legally, you know, have to put out as part of, you know, their corporate stock stuff that's on the corporate WWE website. So once things happened, then there was like the official, you know, wording of stuff that's going around. That's now. right. I, that's right. I didn't see the second email. The first email said WWE to postpone annual meetings to state shareholders. And that was at 1053. And then at 1211, was the WWE provides COVID-19 business update. And I'm guessing exactly. that's where... Uh, right. That's yeah, where okay. everything started to happen. So in the okay. business update, they announced um, they're going to be reducing executive and board member compensation, yep. decreasing operating expenses, and then here's where it gets interesting, cutting talent expenses, third-party staffing, and consulting. And they're going to also defer the build-out of their new company headquarters at least six months. But obviously, the main thing that people were interested in was cutting talent expenses. So once that happened this afternoon, the announcements came fast and furious as they started contacting people and letting them know that they were no longer going to be needed. So to quickly run this down, we have 20 names that uh, were announced this afternoon. We have Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, EC3. Leo Rush, Eric Young, Heath Slater, Aiden English, Kurt Angle, Sarah Logan, referee Mike Chioda, Eric Rowan, Primo and Epico Cologne, Mike and Maria Canellis, Zach Ryder, No Way Jose, and Rusev were all released today in one fell swoop. In addition to them, a number of the producers were furloughed. Now, the producers actually have employee status, so it's a totally different deal for them. So they're not in a great position either, but there's the idea that, okay, hopefully we can eventually bring you back. 
But as far as producers that were furloughed, we have Billy Kidman, Mike Rotundo, uh, Dave Finlay, Pat Buck, Sean Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Helms, and Lance Storm were all furloughed today. And then a couple other names that happened later in the afternoon um, from NXT, Deanna Perrazzo was let go. MJ Jenkins was also released. And um, Alexander Jaksik, which I don't know that name off the top of my head. And I'm honestly thinking there's probably a lot more NXT people that possibly may have been contacted today. Cause we got to remember there's a lot of people they have down there in Florida that we don't even know about. So I could see some significant things happening in Florida, but those were the big names from like, you would know from TV from the main roster that have been there for some time, especially when you're talking names like Heath Slater, or God who's been there for ages at this point. So mm-hmm some very significant people let go today. I would say, I guess the biggest of those names I'd say is probably Rusev in my mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Um, actually the biggest name for me would probably be Mike Kyoto. Oh yeah. I mean, um, easily. He's probably been there the longest. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he's one of those names where you think, well, Why? Like you can make a case for most of the on-air talent, you know, like wrestlers, yeah. and you go, okay, well, everybody on that list, honestly, we've been kind of saying they should have left months ago, and then now here we are. But a guy like Kyoto or a lot of the backstage people or the digital people, um, you know, the producers and, and writers and stuff like that that we don't actually see, it's kind of like, well, is is it first hired, first fired, you know? What, what, are, what are we what are we talking about here? So I don't know how they came about these names, but it definitely seems that this is uh, a wave. Now, as we, history has served us uh, before, these waves, and I say waves because they come again. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if this is the first round of firings. And um, last year, after WrestleMania, they had, it was a shorter list, but they definitely had a couple waves of firings two or three Mm -hmm. here five here two or three more so who knows what this will be and of course it's also really 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 interesting that they lay off a few dozen people after being declared as a central business which i guess makes this more um it just turns like the knife in the back a little bit more as you have an outlet but you're going to uh cut so many people so Yes, my last question would be about this. Is this WWE's worst case scenario? Did they officially break the glass and sledgehammer the panic button with Triple H's uh, sledgehammer? Because <laughs> they're obviously cutting a lot and they're, they're hedging, trimming a lot of fat. Yes. Yeah, so, the um in late in the statement they released later on the corporate website, they said altogether they uh cut uh, $4 million in expenditures today, which for them is a drop in the bucket. That's really not a lot of money in the big scheme of things as far as WWE goes. But here's the thing. Here's what I'm wondering. We're now, when we when you mentioned cuts before, this is the time of year where you'd get that post-WrestleMania it used to be. You'd always kind of have a spring cleaning and there'd be a bunch of names let go. And for years, that was like kind of the normal way they would do things. And it was only in the last few years where they kind of like stopped doing that. And they just kind of kept people. And we joke about that. Like they're paying people just to hang out at the performance center and work out. And they've been doing that for a long time. And 
The difference now is obviously this is not your typical spring cleaning. This is all in response to the COVID-19 crisis. And I'm looking at it like this. They're a month into this now since their world has really changed. And obviously the big, huge tentpole of this whole last month for them was WrestleMania and everything that didn't happen involving WrestleMania and that being their biggest event. How much of a financial hit have they taken with WrestleMania not happening? So, you know, darn well, there's got to be people there who are looking at the numbers and seeing like, okay. We've taken this much of a hit already. And then I think the biggest fear of all right now is nobody has any idea when this is going to end. There's no light at the end of the tunnel to say, oh, OK, you know, it's bad now, but we need to tighten our belt. And hopefully in four months, things can go back to normal. We don't know that. So what I'm seeing here in my mind is I think this was an aggressive move on their part in response to. There is so much unknown right now. I think they felt like we have to take some sort of action to at least start this process. And just like Jamal was just saying, things come in waves. This easily could just be the beginning. And also, I will absolutely say this. WWE ain't the only company out there. This is affecting everybody, like 2 James said from the beginning. If it's happening at WWE, this is going to be happening elsewhere. It's It's a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be happening elsewhere. This is just the beginning, and so much of it goes back to we don't know what the end game is. So, what can you do? I mean, much much like I said, if Mickey Mouse and the boys are having to make cuts, mm-hmm. everybody can get it. Yep. <laughs> that's, if, that's just if, it. If you're not protected with Disney money, nobody's safe. Yeah, you know? I mean, jeez. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I mean, look, I, I don't, I don't understand the ideology behind why certain people were released to cut. Uh, you know, we could try to make sense to it, but obviously we just don't know. We don't know how people's contracts are structured. Mm. We don't know if anybody asks for this opportunity. We just don't know. Nonetheless, the way how I honestly, on the very super, super positive side of this, I see two things. You guys tell me if I'm wrong here. So the biggest thing to me that I've been kind of scratching my head about goes back like a month ago when the Revival was saying they weren't getting paid. And I was like, wait, they're... They're getting paid on a contract. Of course they're getting paid. But if they're saying they're not getting paid, then they're not getting paid. That's just, you know, I, I don't think no one goes out saying they're not getting their money and when they really are. I don't. I just don't find that to be a common thing. So if they weren't getting paid, they weren't getting paid. The way I'm looking at it is that if WWE obviously isn't, a lot, isn't able to generate the type of revenue that they typically do with, you know, tours, um, you know, ticket sales, merch, all that other good stuff, pay-per-views, mm-hmm. all, all that stuff that they just aren't getting. And God knows how much they've lost to this point. You know, that money circumvents all the way back to getting employees their paychecks. We, we get that. Um, and, you know, there's going to be there's there's, there's going to be a more of a bang for your buck analysis here. Of who contract is this long? How much are they worth? All, all that stuff that we just ain't going to know. The way I'm looking at it is that. You know, them releasing people today gives, one, these people the opportunity to probably generate their own money on the side, if possible, sign or do something else on the side, make money however they want to do, or ultimately get unemployment. Because once you're fired, technically, you're allowed to um, um, you're, you're, you're allowed to request for unemployment outside of being furloughed, which is a, which is a more like it's a more uh, it's a more what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
it's a it's a more difficult process than just being fired for or ultimately being employed and not getting money and not getting anything, which I could imagine is the other scenario that could be happening to people that they're really not even talking about. If you're not able to work or you're not able to go to shows, but you're still employed, then, you know, however that may be. So uh, the way I look at it is that maybe this is an opportunity for some people to, like, be, you know, taken out of that little, that little you know, grouping of people who aren't, who are employed, aren't getting paid, aren't really generating revenue for the company to be able to go on and figure out different avenues in order for them to make money. Ultimately, unemployment is a is a is a really available uh, resource for them or, you know, going back to just being a personal contractor that they are and doing stuff on the side, whether it be back to pro wrestling tees, whether it be to cameo or whatever, whatever that thing is called, whatever it may be. So and then ultimately the end game here is that, hey, these seats are going to be open again once business is booming, whenever business is booming. There's, I mean, Drew McIntyre is the biggest definition of can leave and but can come back. So who who knows? It, it, this could be an opportunity for people to be released just because of the terms of their contract, or maybe it just benefits them better to be released to ultimately come back. I don't I don't see this as like the last straw for people. Like, all right, they're never they're 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 done for good. And I think that's what a lot of people are saying. Like mm-hmm. they're thinking like it's impossible for them. To, it's not the NFL or NBA where you get up from a team that you can't re-sign back with them. You you can re-sign back to WWE immediately if it's the opportunity is is available. So who knows? Who honestly knows? But I just I I, I see there potentially being po- something positive that could come from this. Yeah, I think one of the things people might have been missing today is like this isn't a case where you have a lot of people being let go because oh people are being let go because they did something wrong. Or because, you know, they're getting let go because they pissed somebody off. It's like everything I'm hearing here, I'm not hearing any of these being like personal cases. It's a matter, it's, you know, it's simply dollars and cents. And like we don't know the criteria for how they went down their list and said, OK, this guy, this guy, not this guy, this guy, this guy. I mean, who knows how they came up with who they were going to let go? I don't know. I mean, most of these names are pretty far down the card. A lot of these people weren't seeing much TV time, if any. So there's obviously some rhyme or reason where it was like a case of, okay, we're going to trim the fat some and we're going to make some changes. Maybe the idea is we need to do this so we can at least demonstrate to, you know, stockholders that we are making some moves in this direction with the idea that we're being responsible about our uncertain future. It could just be as simple as that. I mean, one of the things that was occurring to me this afternoon is every single one of these huge corporations, they all had, you know, projections and forecasts for what they were going to do in 2020 that they've given their, you know, in their investment reports that, you know, we're going to, we, we project this much revenue. We project this much profit. We project all this stuff. And now everyone knows all that's out the window. Everyone knows it is. So all these companies, no matter who you are, whether it's Disney, where it's WWE or anybody out there, they're all looking at these books and like, okay, what adjustments can we make to try to minimize the damage we are going to take from this to try and still salvage something. They're not just all going to sit there and be like, Oh, you know, Oh, let's just, let's see what happens and opens for hope for the best. You know, they, they can't do that. They got to demonstrate that they're doing something. And I think that's a lot of what this was is Vince is thinking, okay, I got I have to show that I've done something that I'm making some sort of move. And who, I don't know. There's, I think the scariest thing to me is all these names getting released and, there's, you know, you get the typical wrestling fan reaction of just, you know, oh, now so and so can go here. Oh, I hope so and so gets picked up in this company. And it's like, 
no one is in a hiring mode right now. <laughs> it's like, hey, this is not on. a situation where you can jump ship. You hold, know? Hold, hold on. Somebody literally 15 minutes ago was on Facebook and told me that he said all, he said the word all of these people are going to go to AEW. And I was like, mm-hmm. literally not possible. He was like, no way. He said Tony Khan is a way smarter businessman than Vince McMahon, and he has the money to do it. I was like, all right, yo, let's just let's just leave this 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 one on hold for for a minute. Like that mentality is the reason why so many people in the wrestling community, hashtag wrestling community, is so shocked about everything that's happening because they refuse to grab it to to recognize the world around them. Every business right now is affected by this. Everybody yeah. is losing money. Maybe yeah. except for the food stores, but everybody, Fortune 500 companies are losing money. Period. Yeah. If you're if you're it's in the grocery game, you're hiring people. <laughs> if you're in like the Target Walmart game, you're hiring people. But outside of that, I mean, I can speak from the public sector perspective. We've been straight up told pretty much that for the next year or two, you're probably not hiring anyone. It's just going to be a hiring freeze, period, because no one knows what the hell's going on. So the idea that all these, oh, they're going to go to school. Where are they going to work? No one's running shows. So it's like, <laughs> that's the scariest thing to me is like, you know, the, all these poor folks are out of a deal. And it's like, what are they going to do? You know, they just pimp pro wrestling tea stores and uh, doing uh, cameos, like you said earlier. It's like, yeah, that's and, just it. It's like, and, and again, my, my whole idea is that if these people that were released were generating revenue for them, they wouldn't be gone. I mean, you know, who knows what they're attached to on the back end of, of, of WWE. Now, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder was one that I kind of raised my eyebrows to because as much as everyone will talk about what they do in the, in, in the, on, on TV and stuff like that, they are adamantly attached to the WWE toy brand and does mm-hmm. the marketing and stuff for them. But how can you do that when... You aren't their, their toys aren't being marketed because conventions and stuff are closed. So that whole sector of that is like, all right, well, we can't use these guys right now in no shape. Let them go. Who's to say they don't come back though? These guys have been ambassadors for that for years. So I think it, it, I think it is, I definitely think it's one of those type of things where like, well, what are these? What can these people do for us right now? They can't. Therefore, let them go. But if, when things get back to booming, there's an opportunity that possibly. That these people can be, uh, th- that they can re- be returned. I don't have a feeling that nobody that was released today was on bad terms of like, no. yeah, let's let's get them out of here. You know, let's 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 we're done with them. Just get them out of here. You know what I mean? Like this is something that's just brewing up for a while. Um, otherwise, it wouldn't have happened today. <laughs> it would have happened a couple of days ago. I.e., the revival. Roll. They ready to roll out. They were gone. Now, a question I want to kind of throw to you guys really quick. Speaking of re- uh, the revival. Are these people that's been released? Are they, are they on a no complete calls as well, or are they just? Uh, the rumor good? is that the revival specifically are not. Okay. Um, they are that's done, done. Yeah. And these people that have been released are also done. Like there's no non compete. There is they they have been granted conditional release from the company. Gotcha. Um, and I think that there is a difference between. You breaching your contract or you breaking your terms versus you being let go. Gotcha. And and we mm-hmm. still wish them uh, well in their future endeavors. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Fair point. 
Yeah, there's a difference between WWE exercising their uh, out clause in a contract and saying, okay, we're going to let you go. If they, if they do that, they pretty much have to give you a full release because the idea is if you're still there and perfectly willing to work, they're the ones, you know, cutting the cord. So, yeah, that's – I'm pretty sure that's the case. And like I said, given the situation, what what real danger is there anyway in enforcing a non-compete when it's like, what what else is there to do? You know? It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So I guess, the, I guess my question now comes to, you say that, well, people would say, well, there's no, it's not a buyer's market anymore. I say that it is now more than ever. And if you are an MLW who has done, uh, you know, a, MLW didn't contract, as far as their business goes, they just are holding tight. Um, NWA, they didn't cut anybody. They're just holding tight. Well, so well, 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 be, be, be clear, though. These, these, the contracts that, of the people that you're naming is a little bit different, though. They're not exclusive. And, they, you know, much like the impact model, you are to report when needed, but you also are able to truly do what else you want to do on the outside. So, but to, but to the point still remaining, that Impact, MLW, and uh, NWA didn't just say, "Yo, we're going to shut, we're going to shut it down and cut ten percent of our staff because of, of reasons." It's, it's now, no point because no one's getting paid. It, it's it's it, it, for that same as that thing when you are there when you show up then you get paid. When you're not there, then you're not there. And that's that's just what it is. So it's no reason to cut. However, to your point, if I'm all these brands, I'm making calls saying, hey, what's the deal with your thing? Is there anything we can offer to have you to commit to something for us? Whenever right. this so, comes about. You so know? If, unless you're like a Jeff Cobb, who just goes where he wants, I do think that it could be in the best interest of other televised wrestling in the U.S. Hell, even in Japan and in Mexico, to kind of acquire the services of some people, Absolutely. and they can work. They can worry about the uh, the details later. But the bottom Absolutely. line is, is that I would rather have these pieces in place to set up for when we do get back to work. I, I will absolutely be making calls, creating relations. Oh, this is the biggest draft board in wrestling history. Yeah, you you may not again. You may not get nothing substantial on ink, but I would love to be able to have that relation. Have that have right. to have all the contacts that you need. Talk terms like, "Hey, what do you? How you? How you feeling? You know, you've been no, released, absolutely. You know, right. so, what, so you're what, telling me that like you know, NWA you? or uh, MLW, knowing that Rusev is on the table, knowing that EC3 is on the table, you know, knowing that you know Deanna Parato is on the table, won't shouldn't like you know send a a little birdie out saying like, "Hey, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah, and, and, now, and we again, can't pay you right now. Exactly, and they know that. Yeah." Well, that's just it. I mean, all the conversations in the world can happen right now and be like, yeah, okay, we'd love to do this. We'd love to do A, B, and C. But the the big darn problem is all these conversations end at the same spot right now where it's like, okay, we'd love to do all this stuff, but when the hell are you going to actually do it? I tell you you what. I tell you what. The realism in here is that everyone knows that no one can be paid and everyone knows that no promises can be guaranteed. The biggest thing is that when you are a small fish in the pond – now that a big fish has re-entered that pond, you best believe to know what type of fish that is and what type of 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 of, 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 of bait does it like. Because at this point now, this is the ultimate time where you can be trying to figure out well, what does it take to draw a big name 
to my brand. What would it take for Deanna Perrazzo to end up end up at MLW after she done she had the luxury life at, at, at NXT when she was given this, this, and that? What can we possibly do that can be attractive enough to to draw her? And even if we can't draw her, what type of knowledge can we gain? from that type of conversation to bring in other people into the, the future. When you're able to lay down a blueprint of what we can possibly offer that let's get enough in order to, to draw, then you, you end up like impact when you could get names like Jordan grace, when you can, when, when, when you, when you do something like that, when you could say, Hey, we got one of the biggest free agents out on a, on a market in, in Tessa Blanchard and Jordan, uh, Jordan grace to come to impact outside of, Obviously, the door open at any other place they ever wanted to go. Again, to this point in 2020, right now, every other every brand needs to be thinking that same way. What can we do to make sure that we are even in position to be considered once it's all resolved? I I I would love to know that I have that open chain conver- that open line conversation with that person when negotiations are able to be started. And who knows? Some of these smaller brands may be able to get back to going way quicker. Than it may take for WWE to get back their legs under now, especially well, with all the hits that they're taking. That every state is handling the the virus differently, as it, and, and and to be fair, the virus is affecting every state differently. Uh, you know, if you look at the number of cases in the U.S. and it's and it's you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands and it's tens of thousands of deaths. Look at the numbers legitimately and say like, what more than half of that that problem is in New York. So does that mean that California on the other side of the country or Oregon or Washington State has to do the same thing that New York is doing right now? Do they right. have the same need? Yeah. And, and these are questions that that governors and other local leaders are trying to, to assess as there's a finite number of resources to go around. And, of course, the federal government is in that. So and will North Dakota Championship Wrestling start back up, you know, sooner or later? <laughs> well, that is a realistic possibility that their summer could start earlier than somewhere than New York City because of the concentration of cases and blah, blah, blah. We're already talking about reopening the country five weeks into this uh, lockdown area. And again, just so just in case you don't know if you're listening, the federal government does not have the authority to lock down individual states. We literally fought a war about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just so you know that. Yeah. Also, listen to your listen to your governor. Right. <laughs> also, conversely, the president does not have the ability to open anything other than the jar of mayonnaise in the Oval Office. He can't do dick about how to run the states. We legit fought a war about that. So, with that said, each state is handling things differently. And if you are in West Virginia or Nebraska or somewhere else that has that was not adversely as uh, it, impactful as Washington State, California, uh, Louisiana, Oregon, you know, this area, D.C. and Florida, then maybe you might say with, the, with an abundance of caution that we're going to get PCW back up and running in Harvestburg. Yeah. I mean, it may not, it may be, it may not be no fans. It may be 20 fans in a bigger arena. I, I mean, th- these were the considerations that people were trying to make that, well, we're not going to have any fans but we're just going to have 500 in a football stadium. Well, that's plenty to spread out. And then, of course, people said that it's not worth it. So I really do think that these are things that need to be considered as portions of the country will 
people start to come out of the shell uh, as we approach summertime. Memorial Day is going to be very interesting for businesses to reopen. And Memorial yeah. Day, if you're not an American, is at the end of May, which is in about five weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Trump gave uh, $1,200 to a lot of people. Unfortunately, not everyone. Oops. But um, they're going you know, to have to let that ride uh, and see, see what happens next. Yeah, I'm going to say this so we end off this show because we're going to get uh, dive into everything extensively tomorrow on our regular show. The one thing I will say is that, you know, this is unfortunate for people. And, um, it, you know, again, a lot of people woke up today and had no clue that the, uh, at the end of this day, they would be without a job or mm-hmm. without direction on what to do. But more or less, this is the most important time for people to truly make conversations, check their resources and become knowledgeable about scenarios like this i understand the complacency of saying that you're employed and you're good to go and do the same thing over and over but these type of things happen to people all over the world more or less more so than ever right now and i think right now um to the talent affected to the people all over the world and our fan base and everything you know it's not the end of the road this is just one of those times where truly you know uh the world is coming to a crumble economically uh, as this pandemic has just been um, something unlike nothing else ever. So, you know, why it does affect people, why people are emotional and, and stuff like that. It's just a time for people to just realize, to, to, to show the resilience on how they're going to bounce back. And I, I got a good confidence in these people, especially these wrestlers who are independent contractors, who are indie workers, who've been doing the drives in the, all over the world their entire career to understand how more or less how this business could work. And now I think they got to display that it can work even on the biggest stage in the biggest, in the big biggest build business. So um, much like Leo Russ said in his stream today, this is what made him who he is. And he knows that he's the type of person that could bounce back from this. And he says, he feels like his employees and ex coworker are all going to be okay. And I, I got to believe that as well too. So there's, there's going to be some positive out of this. And as wrestling fans, I am very curious to see how this all plays out because uh, it's nothing better than seeing uh, some of your favorite and some of the best talent all over the world back on your screens working wherever they work and however it, it can work. Uh, but for this show, unless you guys got anything you want to add really quick. Oh, if we got to go, we got to go. But the, I think the biggest thing about this thing is um, there's still a lot more that's developing. So watch yeah. this space yep. for yep. developments. Um I, I, I personally, and this is the pessimist in me, this will get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and, and I do think that WWE is finally doing what we've all been saying and really cutting the fat um, from hoarding people, from AEW, from other promotions, stuff like that. And now we just, we, we're not surprised. You know, it's not like they cut Seth Rollins. It's not like they right. cut Becky Lynch or Baszler. But, but you know what? And I'll leave it on this. Fucking Titus O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even be mad at this point. <laughs> He's still. I can't even. The only thing after the nuclear holocaust that kills us all, the only thing standing in the world that will be left are the roaches, Twinkies, and Titus O'Neil. Titus Worldwide, baby. That's a brand I should have invested in. <laughs> Well, that's that's it. Will anything for you? 
I'm good. We'll be back with uh, more to talk about on the next show tomorrow night. We are just getting started. And heck, by the time we record tomorrow, there might be a whole other topic to go into. Who knows? Or we might have a whole other list of names. Hopefully not. But stay tuned, folks, because it's changing by the, the hour and by the minute, it seems. That's right. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this. <laughs>